they don't push themselves onto us, but they gently rest on us. Isn't that the most beautiful analogy? Him just resting over the top of us, a mantle, the Holy Spirit of protection. Lord, today I just pray for this vision. Just ask, Lord, that you would rest on it. Breathe upon it. That you would anoint it and appoint it and empower it. That you would set it apart for the kingdom of God. And that, Lord, that these would not be just mere words, but they would follow with action. In Jesus' name, we honour you this morning. And say, Jesus, have your way, work your way through this room. In your holy name, and we all said, Amen, amen. Can we give the band a hand? They did an amazing job of that song. Even the second one. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Now, can I ask you just to put this up a smidge so I don't feel like I have to? Well, here we are, February 2024. It didn't seem long ago we had 20, you know, 2023 Vision Sunday, and that was an interesting Sunday for us all. But we had some baptisms after that service, and God really moved, and God was touching hearts and people. We had six people baptized on that day. And, uh, you know, we may have a few families away doing things today, but, you know, it only takes one or two warriors to go into battle. You know what I mean? Like, so it's so good that you're here. I want to thank those who are now listening to the podcast on on our podcast apps. But yeah, today is a very important day for us in lots of different ways. It's as I said before, it's not something that just happens. It's something through prayer, through seeking God, through you know meditation on who He is in this church and what His vision is for twenty twenty four for for us to come to this point. And it's an exciting exciting day, but can I tell you, we have an exciting year ahead. Do you believe it? We do have a very exciting year ahead. You know, it tells us in Proverbs Proverbs 29, 18, that without vision, the people perish. You know, the the purpose in that is because the, the idea behind that verse, that scripture that God was saying, God was saying, like God had a vision right from the start. It was all predestined, it was all proclaimed. Our purpose is already predestined, but it takes, you know, enlisted soldiers to carry it out. And that's what we do when we come together and we believe a vision for 2024. It is important to have vision because if and a plan, because if we don't, I mean, even the word tells us that we make our plan, but the Lord determines our steps. And the truth is God wants us to have plans. They're important. Otherwise, we just wander aimlessly in this earth doing nothing. And the truth is that vision is important. It's important to set a vision, to set it up where you can see, to understand why we do that and to celebrate it together as a family, that we aren't wandering around aimlessly, you know, like the people in the wilderness who went round and around and around Mount Horeb, but their their purpose, their vision was to enter the promised land. And it didn't happen till very later on because, you know, they weren't obedient to God in totality. They didn't trust God. They didn't have faith that God can do what he said he could do. They loved God. They loved the Lord. But but yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a believer or a church that continues to wander around the wilderness for the next 40 years. I don't think that's a great plan. The plan is, is that we hear from God and we respond to that word. 
You know, Arise is a family and community of belonging and purpose. We are a family. So regardless of what goes down or how your life's been, what part of the journey you're on with God, we love each other because God says that we should love, but because we want to love. We want to have that loving heart. We are passionately seeking his presence. Every Sunday morning, our musos prepare themselves, not just in voice and song and in words, but in spirit. And, you know, it's not always easy. I did it. I'm music director for many years. I was on a music team for many years. And it, and it is. You, you give everything you've got to help encourage others to want to do the same. You know, and it, that's not always an encouraging thing to do when, you know, when others are in the, in the room going through circumstances and situations and things are going on and they find it hard to enter in. But there is breakthrough when they push through any sort of barriers in the spirit, any, anything where they feel like they have to hold back. When they give everything of Jesus the way that they would worship in front of Jesus, it encourages us, doesn't it? It's such an anointing to be able to have a team and such a blessing that gives a hundred over a hundred percent. I know you really can't in terms, really, but they do every single week, every single week. You know, Arise is active in outreach to reap a harvest. We many years ago we did a lot more outreach than we are currently doing. That's because we're not in the season yet of full outreach. But get ready for it. There will be a season once the building phase is finished where we will be full outreach church and it will be a whole new realm of what we'll do in this community, in, in this area and in this region. I don't know if you know, but you're like, we have houses getting built, not even a stone throw from here really, down the road on Commercial Road where literally thousands of people are going to be living that need Jesus. So once that's totally finished, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make a brochure and we're going to do a little Brock drop. We're going to let them know that we have a food pantry. We have play. We have a play group that we have a church service. So we'll be re- outreaching into those areas where we can pray around every single house that we drop one into and, and believe for a harvest because the harvest is ripe, but the workers, is, uh, the workers are few. Arise Church is missional in all we do. We don't do things just for us. We do things to to outreach and and grab a hold of and be there for others. You know, the word tells us to put ourselves last and others first. And that's our heart as individuals and as a church. You know, last year was a brilliant year. It was a very busy year, but it was brilliant year with things beginning and other things were getting consolidated. And it was a very exciting year in 2023. One of the first things that we started up last year was our new Arise Play Group. And uh, Jacinta leads that. Catherine is an incredible leader in her own right and helps support there. But I'm just going to get the guys to pop up a few photos that I sent through of this playgroup. Now, this is some shots that were taken just last week where 11 families were here on site. Just scroll through them, guys. Check this out. 11 families on site with kids. This is something that was breathed upon last year. And look at that. I mean, they couldn't go out into the large shed. It was too hot, so they squashed everyone in that other area But and some outdoor water play. But how incredible in what God is doing with this play group. It's just amazing. Then we had the food pantry. You know, we have new clients coming in, continued old clients coming in. But one of the biggest things we did with the food pantry last year was our Christmas hampers. The most Christmas hampers we've ever done. 
and we fed 181 people and 103 gifts. That is the most we've ever done. We fed 181 people and 103 gifts for, for those that sort of qualified, which I think we went up to 17 years old, from babies to 17. But wow, what an incredible thing that we did. I haven't got any photos of that today, but our missions conference this year, you will see a video of what we did. Prodigy Youth is now called Prodigal's Youth. And Prodigal's? Prodigal's Youth. And just an incredible way that their heart now is to reach out into the community. I'll talk about that more. Okay, so we also had Life Group that continued all year where Ben and Jacinta faithfully Faithfully, each fortnight ran that life group. Didn't matter how many turned up, there was something there for people if they wanted to go and hang out and do life together. That's just incredible. And I hope to grow those groups over the over the year, which is really exciting. Intercessory prayer with our intercessory team on Saturday mornings. Rain, hail or shine, freezing cold, crusher going on next door. Let me tell you, they came faithfully to pray for you, to pray for this church and to pray for this region. And we have seen many breakthroughs through the intercessory team, through Pete and the team because of their prayer and also our prayer chain that we run as well, that Pete runs, that praying for things in your life you know, that you want to pray for, for, for other people. And so that's been, we've seen a lot come through that. Deeper prayer nights, you know, once a month we, we come to pray together as a church for the month, for for what's going on in the life of the church, you know, for what God wants to do in and through. Prophecy flows at those meetings. People get touched. And so it's just such an, an amazing opportunity to come together. Encounter nights, we had a few of those last year where we came and we just soaked up the presence of God and just felt God tangible in this place as we come together to worship with the music team. It was just an amazing time. Our Rise Creative Ministries team continues to develop. I mean, you would have watched them over the last 12 months as a team developing who they are. Not only they're developing, we have a youth team that are developing as well in the background that you might not see on a Sunday morning at this point, but we have a youth team that also works very hard to learn how to worship, how to play music under the guidance and leadership of Austin. Our PT lighting and sound team up the back there, you know, we had lots that we did last year. Lots of different things happened, you know. Things have changed. Things look different and they did an amazing job also with our sound team. Kids in early years, I mean, what Laura does with the team out there and the kids, they our kids are growing and it's so wonderful to see the plays, that the play that they did for Christmas and, you know, when they come up and do a song or show us what they're doing. It's so good. Hospitality, you know, that team is an incredible team that provides an area and a space and an opportunity for us to fellowship together with food and drink. It's just, yeah, growing every every year. Our Seaford and Ranella South morning teas on a missional area. We we continue to serve our communities with their morning teas. We did our very first one at Seaford High and met heaps of the staff through Jacinta and being a chaplain there. It's just an honour and a privilege with both of our chaplains here, Ruth and Jacinta, with what they do. Growth group, we did the awe of God. It was such an incredible course that we all learned, those who attended and were faithful to come, they grew and they learned about the reverent awe of God, you know, and it was by John Bevere and it was a brilliant course. 
We did February last year, you may not remember, but we held an alpha information session. Now, I'll I'll talk a bit about alpha later, but that was in February last year where we had people come who were interested in being part of an alpha where we will eventually have that running in this community. But it's one of those things where it was an opportunity where Pastor Greg Murray came and Sue and they, they answered our questions and we learned more about alpha and what that means. We had water baptisms, as I mentioned, on February 2023, where six people were water baptised. And I pray that, that we're going to go times six of, seven of that or something, you know, that God is going to do something miraculous for us this year. We had guest speakers who came and spoke into the life of this church, who came and spoke into the life of you. And we'll do that again this year. Mission, we continue to support that locally and internationally. We had Arise Men events as well, also Arise Ladies events, and they will continue. You know, every department in this church, our host team has grown the way that they smile and they look and they. So every area, every angle of this church, prodigy, prodigals, is changing. It's changing and it's growing. And we are maturing and I love my grandbaby. You can talk all you want, honey. Anyway, you're Gemma's special boy. Anyway, but we've achieved, we have achieved a lot, a lot, a lot. So what now? Okay, so continuing everything that we did last year that I've mentioned, plus we're about to step in, hopefully, building into stage two, building this year. Now. If you weren't able to come last week, there was a few that weren't able to be here. But I took everyone last week on my last, if you haven't heard all of my sermons on Enlisted into God's Army, I encourage you to go and listen to them on our podcast. But I took everyone out of this room and we all went, including children, into stage two. And I... We stood there together and I let them know that we are in a process of looking at increasing our loan to be able to go into stage two. Now, this is a great honour that we're in a movement where it is possible if they feel we can feasibly pay for that loan. So the thing is, is that we don't want to be stuck in this area, in this in this point of our growth as a church. We want to move into the, the, the future, the next step of stage two into the larger area. So I got everyone to go out into that area and I explained to them that we crunched some numbers, national crunch some numbers, and it works out that, that we're really about only $400 short a week of going into stage two. Now, what actually happened with that is I, I, I nearly gave up. I said to everyone out there last week, I nearly gave up. I nearly said, well, that's it. You know, it's just not going to happen. And then I just felt God say, you know, it only takes, you know, 40 people to give $10 a week or 20 people to give $40 a week for you to prove that that can be possible. So I pitched that last week. And since then, we have seen an increase, which is very exciting. I told you that Steve and I have already increased our ties by $20 a week because we want to see that happen. But the truth of it all is that God is encouraging us to be foundational in the way that we honour him with our finances so then he then can honour us back. And once we're sitting in that amazing space, all acoustically sealed, you're not going to hear the crusher next door, you know, 
beautiful area to be in when our kids' areas get bigger, our youth areas, when this can be used for kids and youth next door, kids and, you know, when we enlarge in those areas, God then honours the faith and we grow. So I pitched that last week and it was taken very well by everyone who heard that. But tomorrow is D-Day. Had to prepare a lot of stuff to get a to get a whole folder together for that to go to national building, the national building group that we have. And that will be pitched tomorrow to see whether or not they then, it's their face step to let us to take that face step. And so we'll find, you'll hopefully hear some good news this time next week. But if it's not, we'll just think, well, what do we do now? You know, but we just have to believe for that. But when you understand that we are only $400 a week short of stepping into Canaan, you realise that it's really not a lot of money when when some, you know, some of us, we're at our limit with what God wants us to give and that's fine. But some of us, God might challenge you to give an extra $10 a week or he might challenge you to give a $20 a week, you know. And one of those things is if God is telling you to do that as you do that, then that helps us to be able to step into that next area that God has for us, which is very exciting, don't you think? Because we are believing for souls. And when we believe for souls, it it Everything is included, not only just prayer, it's an activation of faith and believing to step into the area where we can have more people, where they, they don't feel like they're squashed if we're tight. You know, we have had Sunday mornings where people have had, we've had to shuffle people around to be able to fit people in here. Today might not look like one of those days because we have a few family away, but can I encourage you that it, that is becoming more than less for us at this point. So to be able to step into that area would be a great blessing. And God has told me we are in a building phase this year. So when we step into that area, can I encourage you, there will be a big party. That's for sure. You know, young adults, they'll be starting, you know, this year in April, the Hannah and Tyson are looking at to stepping into young adults where it'd be something for our young adults. They can come together, gather together, learn together, grow together, be together, which is really exciting. Prodigal's Youth continues, but that, like I said, they'll step out into outreach where they're going to be going to where the kids are. And that was the guy, that was the vision that Cameron pitched earlier this year. And that is to see young people one to Christ, to be in, in an atmosphere where they can feel loved and cared for and belonging. And um, to see, hopefully, them and their families one to Christ. You know, something I've been praying for, and that's our encounter nights, and I love our encounter nights, and I'd like to, you know, it is a push on the team, and I'd like to do them more often, but I just felt like God's saying, you know, it doesn't have to be a whole team. It doesn't have to be, you know, that extreme. But God challenged me on changing the name of those nights. So our encounter nights will now change their name to Upper Room. And I just feel like it suits us who we are, that we are entering into the Upper Room. And that will take shape in lots of different areas. So they won't only be night time. I haven't spoken to Austin. It doesn't necessarily have to involve all the team or the team. But, you know, one Saturday we might just say, let's, let's go and have an Upper Room at the church. You know, it might be a call up, a last minute thing where I just feel like God's telling us all all around the world at the moment, those who seek his face are finding a greater experience of the Holy Spirit. And it is that whole thing of expectation of going into that upper room with an expectation that God is going to do something. So encounter nights will change to upper room. So that'll look a little bit different and we'll you know, whatever, however they will look, they will look and but we will still have our you know, our 
you know, our upper room nights, but we'll also have something obviously which is a bit different during the day, but I'll be praying into that. I want to start an alpha this year. The alpha will initially be an in-house alpha. Then we'll be pitching it to everyone outside as an alpha. It's a great opportunity for people to come in and ask questions, to learn more about Jesus. And it's it's an incredible, not only a program, but it's an incredible way of showing Jesus to those who are hungry to seek the who he is so that'll be starting you know and if you have a heart and an opportunity to get involved with that there's that opportunity for you to do that we have some guest speakers again this year we have our national sorry our national our network leader pastor richard guy he's coming on april the 7th so he'll be here for a couple of days spending some time with me and the leadership team but he'll be preaching on april the 7th a lot of you haven't met pastor richard yet but he is an apostle a recognized apostle in the, uh, the national Axe Global uh, National Team is on NLT and he'll be coming to share with us. Another one which I've already booked in is Pastor Ruth Swift. Currently her and Wayne Swift are national leaders of our movement. They'll be stepping out of that and we're getting a new national leader in May this year, but they will still be on that board. Uh, but Pastor Ruth Swift, anyone knows her, she's prophetic. She's an amazing preacher. She's an incredible woman of God. So she'll be coming to preach on a Sunday morning, but my goal is to run a state women's conference and she'll do that on the Saturday that she's here. So she'll be coming to speak here on August the 4th, which means that um, August the 3rd will be our women's conference. So I'm really looking forward to that and seeing what God will do over that Saturday. But yeah, so that's planned. So get excited about that. And I'm sure there'll be others like Pastor Nick Resky and those sorts of guys that I'll bring in over the year and any of his guest speakers. Looking at having a missions conference in October this year. I haven't done one for the last couple of years. I feel like it's time for us to, you know, restir that up again. Missions conferences are great. You get to hear about what we've done, what our vision is, who we support, and then what we plan to do for the next 12 months. So that will happen October this year. And normally I get a guest speaker to come in and 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 speak on those those that over a weekend anyway. So now I just want to mention some of our leaders before I reveal the prophetic word for the year, and I'm going to pray for them later. But our leaders are Ruth, who's our child safe coordinator, does an incredible job. It is a big job, so she does that. Rabina with hospitality and food pantry. Pete for intercession and prayer chain, Laura for early years and kids, Austin for Arise Worship Ministries, Tyson and Hannah for young adults and Tyson for oversight. Austin is also on break from oversight, but he's also part of that team. Cameron for Prodigal's Youth, Andrew for PT up the back there with the lads, Donna for Arise Ladies and oversight as well. Ben for hosts and Arise Men and a life group. So these guys are pretty busy. And Jacinta for play group and life group, which is incredible. And I have emerging leaders, which at this point in time are Justin, Olivia and Taylor. And they're guys that get to come along and grow and, you know, God has shown me others that would grow and benefit from benefit from that for themselves this year if they're willing to join that team. So the thing is, is that God, we have a good, solid leadership team. I'm accountable. 
up up the line. I'm accountable to my leaders and they're accountable to me. And so we just want to make sure there's accountability everywhere. And the national leadership team are accountable to the elders and the elders are accountable to the national leadership team. So we're a denomination or a movement or organisation that is not independent That it, and that we're all accountable to God, by the way. That's the biggest biggest one in the list. But there is a hierarchy which is there to to protect, to pray and to add wisdom, including that whether we step into stage two this year or not, to, to step forward in those ways. So it's an incredible organisation where you're cared for and you're looked after. Okay, so now up for the big reveal um, of the word. So previous vision over the years can be seen in that guest area. So you walk through there and, you know, these aren't just words that you walk past and banners you see, but they're seeds. They're seeds that God has given me to share with you to grow us as individuals and a church. You'll see respond. And if you don't know the verses, why don't one, one week or you're sitting out there having your cup of tea or coffee, why don't you look them up? So respond in Matthew 4, 3. Emerge in Isaiah 43, verses 18 to 19. Reach in Isaiah 54, 2 to 3. And last year's was Occupy, in Ju- oh, sorry, the years before, Occupy Deuteronomy 1, 8. And then the, and, but respond will be taken down next so that we have Occupy. And then in that space on this end, we'll go seek and find, which we had last year. So just because the prophetic words for the year change, this does not mean they disappear. That's why we keep them in front of you. In fact, they continue to ripple throughout the years. We've got, we'll have at least four years of prophetic wording and scripture up there for you to see. That is why we hang them on the wall to remind us all how far we've come with Jesus and a church. Like the banner you see every time you walk into this area here, into this um, stage one area, when you walk into church, it is a prophetic declaration that Jesus is our reason. So if anyone is looking at this church, they will know just by looking at that sign there that we are a Bible-fearing, Jesus-believing and loving church. He is our reason. For me, it's like a layering to strengthen and grow and compound what God is doing in a rise and in and through us as those who are called not only to serve here but to be in this church. So as you look at them in the guest area, look up the scriptures and understand over the, over the years, there has been a prophetic layering to get to this next point. They're built on the foundation of the kingdom and set on the cornerstone, Jesus. So I believe in 2023, we did. Our last banner is gone now. Seek and find. You'll see it in the guest area next week. Through many areas of the life of the church and through the opening of new things, which we've seen, we have, we did seek and we did find. You have just heard about everything we achieved in 2023, but this is a new year and a clean canvas for God to paint through us. And that's what he said. You, you have a clean canvas and I will use you as my paint to create what I want to have happen in, your, in, in his church, but under my leadership. So I'm just going to call Austin, sorry, nearly, Tyson up. Tyson's going to reveal the banner. So I might just see if we can actually put it up maybe next to me. So sorry, Austin, we're just going to shuffle these things along. There we are. Try not to touch anything. Okay, so I'm just going to get Tyson to pop it up. And I'll get him to come up behind. The sticks are there. 
Tyson's going to come up and reveal the word for the year. Excited? Need a drum roll. Thank you. Okay, so the word for this year is extend. Extend for 2024. So Deuteronomy 11.24 says this, and God gave me these, so get ready. And the guys have got these scriptures up the back there. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall become yours. Says, gives me goosebumps just saying that. Your territory shall be from the wilderness to Lebanon and from the river, the river Euphrates, as far as the western sea, the Mediterranean. Now that's a huge amount of land. God said to me, get ready. Get ready. Then 1 Chronicles 4.10 says, and we all probably know Jabez's prayer, but he gave me this as well. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would indeed bless me and enlarge my border properly and that your hand would be with me and you would keep me from evil so that it does not hurt me. And, and God, I love that bit, granted his request. So we need both of these verses to see extension to extend, to take ground for the kingdom. I'm going to explain to you why. We need to hear from God and step out with a promise as God has prophesied over us. And we need to have the exceptional faith to cry out in prayer. You see, the first one in Deuteronomy was a prophetic prophetic declaration from God to the people. Everywhere you place your foot, it will be yours. That is a prophetic declaration declaration. And then when we go into the next lot of scripture, God, that then is actually a step of faith, you know, that, that, that they need, they were crying out in faith for God to extend their kingdom. So not only God was going to give it to them, but also, I mean, they're not connected, but I'm just saying, this is what God's telling me. Not only is he will give us everywhere we want to go, but we need to be prayerfully seeking that, believing that and, and and honouring that with God. We need to hear from God and step out with a promise as God prophesied over us. And we need to have the exceptional faith to cry out in prayer, declaration and with faith for growth and humility for God to lead us where we will extend in 2024. We are ready for extension. We are ready for it. We are ready to step out. We are ready to extend in stage two with new people and more influence from God in this region, in this state, in this city and in the nations of the world and in this nation, whatever. We are ready. We are ready. You know, to, to actually put my, for stage two, to actually, for, the, for National to understand my heart as a leader, I had to literally write a letter just sharing my heart. And when I did it, it, it was, it, God just penned it for me, sharing my heart. Why? Why now? Why are we doing it and why now? And I just felt the Lord help me pen that letter. And I really do believe that they will see why we need to extend in 2024. I also told them that was our word for the year. You know, I've watched June the movie. Put your hand up if you've seen June. Oh, wow, that's a good movie. I'm going to read the book. Apparently that's pretty um, intense. But hey, oh, <laughs> it is. Okay. Well, I haven't read it yet. So anyway, but during the movie and uh, something, I, I was like, oh, God's, God's telling me about the word extend, right? So 
then he dropped something in my spirit during the movie and one of the actors just said, dreams make good stories but everything important happens when we are awake. Dreams make good stories but everything important happens when we are awake because that is when we make things happen. You know, to be awakened in God and what he has for us. You know, this year God is asking us to feel the stretch. You know, yes, he's asking us financially to feel the stretch. Well, I don't think it's that big a stretch, but God is saying, look, I want you to feel the stretch. He's wanting us to feel the stretch and having new people come. He's wanting us to feel the stretch and opening new things. He's wanting us to feel the strength that we are soldiers of the living God. We are called to rise and not regress to extend and not shrink back. God is wanting us to go forward. God is asking us to hold the stretch until there is a memory that is normal for us. Like if you get a rubber band and you start stretching it, you know, it doesn't really hold the stretch. But you put that rubber band around something really big and then that rubber band loses its elasticity and it loses its memory, okay, and it can stretch around bigger things. The same with a balloon. You blow into a balloon initially, let it go down. It's really hard, right, because there's a resistance. But you continue to blow into that balloon. The balloon can go bigger and bigger and bigger. Sometimes the balloon can pop. But the truth is, is it's all about not having that memory of, oh, that's where we have to go back to. Because God just wants to extend us and extend us and extend us. This will be a four-year project projection on that wall out there. And I believe over the years, God will continue to extend us as a church. When we extend something, we reach out to claim it. Increase in size, expand, make larger, make bigger, make greater and enlarge. That's what we do when something is extended. We reach out to claim that. What is it in 2024 that you want to reach out to claim? What is it that God wants you to reach out to claim in 2024, to increase in size, to expand, to make larger, to make bigger, and not just to have it a dream, but to have it something where you're awakened and something happens through what you dream. This year, God is asking us to feel that stretch, as I've said. When we extend something, when we extend something, we reach out to claim it, to increase it in size, to expand, to make larger, bigger, and greater. The definition of extend is to cause to cover a wider area and make larger. So both of those scriptures encourage totally line that up. God gave me like it was very interesting because God gave me the word and then the scriptures. But it's to cause to cover a wider area to make larger. And it's also to hold something out towards someone. Isn't that interesting? So not only is it to cause to have a wider area of influence to make larger, it's to hold something out to someone that missional purpose. You know, God said to the Israelites, his people in Deuteronomy, that scripture I read out, a promise, a prophetic declaration that every place they walked, it was theirs for the taking. The promise was a massive span of territory. It was massive. All they had to do was have faith, obey and take the land in the Lord's name. That's all we have to do. Take name, take, take territory, take one soul at a time in the Lord's name. I believe that this year he's telling us that it is the same for us. We need to step out in faith and obey what he's asking us to do. So this particular verse is a promise, a prophecy from God to his people, to arise church people. I believe this prophecy is for us for 2024. 
However, in the first Chronicles 4.10 is where Jabez cried out and prayed to God to bless him, to enlarge his area of influence, extending the border that he was responsible for, land and property. That God would be the one who does this with his hand and to basically keep him, Jabez, like from the enemy, from evil and keep him humble so that the extension and expansion would not hurt him but keep him humble in that process when we step out. You know, and the part that I said I love the most is that part of that verse right at the end, and God granted his request because of that faith, because of that prayer, because Jabez's faith trust that God could do all things and because Jabez was obedient to God's call to extend, then God granted his request. You know, this year, God is asking us to rise up in many areas, to dream big, then to awaken, as that quote I said, I read out from that movie, June, and make space for the Lord to what he needs to do. For God to extend, it takes willing participants. It takes an enlisted army to go into battle. The new banner image shows an arrow up. The only way to emerge is to be seen, to stand out, and to rise up, okay? It also means we need to get closer to Jesus, closer to what God has for us as we go up and be super obedient in the small things so we can be trusted with the more. You know, it tells us that in Luke 16, 10, he who is faithful in the very little is also faithful in much and he who is dishonest in the very little thing is also dishonest in much. You know, the hands, I love this image. I just felt like the Holy Spirit picked it. Uh, The hands at the bottom, I don't know if you can see, you can stand up, you can't, but they're joined together of the banner is really crucial and significant because we must be in partnership close to God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Hand in hand, spirit in spirit life in life, to be in unity with each other and reaching out to others that need Jesus. Those people who need the hope that we have, you know, this is all key to seeing the extension because because that's why I love this, because with anything, it's at the roots that growth happens. It's at the roots. The health of the growth all begins at the roots and the soil the roots have to grow in. The size and viability of the roots will determine what grows from them, also the health and the strength of the new growth. Nothing can grow beyond the strength of the roots. Nothing. When Jesus came to earth, he did exactly as the hands show in this picture. He extended the Father's love to all and extended his love, Jesus' love to all, his hands and miracles to those who were willing to partner with him. God has told me that this year we're still in a building phase and that we need to focus on this. That means we don't yet have everything that we can physically see. That means that we are still working towards what God sees in the spirit yet to be breathed upon and brought to life in the natural and what God sees us doing. When we do this, we will extend beyond any other year, I believe, in 2024. We will extend this year and beyond. We will hear from God prophetically and we will pray, we will trust, we will obey and believe, taking ground for the kingdom of God.
So right now, I'd just like to send your centre out. She's just going to bring the teachers and the kids out. What I'm going to do is I just want the leaders to come on up that I mentioned before, leaders of departments, if you'd like to just come up now. So Austin, Tyson, Cameron, Ben and Jacinta, Ruth, Donna and Pete, Andrew, come on up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you do it with me and stand as the others come out. So just line up across the front. I'm actually going to pray for the team and I'm going to anoint them with oil. 